This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Last week, just as I was saying goodbye to my final guest, Ariella Rosenberg, a question from Melinda popped up on the screen. She wanted to know whether ought identified learning gaps and upskilled those needing it. I am delighted to have Ariella back in studio to answer this question, and this time she is together with Lorraine Silverman. Lorraine is an education training and development practitioner focusing on career development. She's also the CEO of Anthos Career Options and co-developer of the Workshop Six-Day Career Development Program. Lorraine and Ariella, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Thank you. Um, Ariella, when the question popped up from Melinda yes. last week. You were so frustrated because you said, I can answer that. I can <laughs> answer it. And we decided to give that answer a little bit more time because I think there's a concern yeah. in here among people of all, probably all ages. How do we prepare ourselves for the jobs? And I don't know if you want to kick off. So I think that um, I was really happy when you showed me the question. I said to you, you know, wonderful opportunity for Lo- when Lorraine comes, she'll be able to really give, uh, provide a really, really good background about a workshop that she's developed or co-developed on finding a job in today's world. And, um, and in fact, because we've had this opportunity to share uh, our expertise, we're running a workshop at Ort on the 13th of November at 6 o'clock at Ort SA. So it really, really, really is a wonderful Two hours, most worthwhile investment for any age, although I would start it probably at youth who's either unemployed or either in a job and not sure what to do, because Lorraine really takes the um, job seeking and turns it upside down in a way and brings a whole new perspective into this job seeking of the 21st century. That's the one element. And the other le- element where the question come, came in is what skills do I, how do I know where the skills, my skills are and how they fit into the jobs market, which um, Lorraine provides wonderful tools in a most quirky way of hers, a beautiful way and fun um, of that you can, you come out with tools that you are able to to actually do self-exploration, um, you know, of, of where the skills, where my passion, where my attributes and so on in my job seeking. And uh, so I'm really privileged that Lorraine agreed for that and that she's given us the two hours because it's actually, you know, it's a, it's a six days program that she runs, but she managed to put it in two hours time and really to provide it to the, or to the jet com- to, to the Jewish community. So, Lorraine, would you like to tell me a little bit about what you will offer? Well, it's basically an intro to the six-day program. Right. <clears throat> you need to do homework right. on yourself to get work. You can't just say, oh, well, I know myself. Because mm-hmm. how do you know that you know yourself? How did you check that? So in the six-day program... It's five days of face-to-face checking in highly facilitated groups. But in the two-hour intro, it shows you, it walks you through everything you should put your thinking into for your career to match. First to talk about you and then to match that with what you would like to do in the world. Is there not a discrepancy? And to what extent does it really matter 
who you are to what it matters to. I need a job. I will do anything that I will take. I can upskill myself whether I have the, whether it's innately me or not and then do it. Well, if you've got that attitude, I will do anything, then that's what you'll get. You'll get anything. And then it's up to you to make your way from anything to what you want to be. So anything could be really the most menial, boring work in creation. But you said anything. The universe obliges. <laughs> there you are. So the more you can define what you want, firstly, the more you'll attract to you what you would like to get. And it also will prevent you working in situations that you would really, truly hate. So you're not a believer of necessity is the mother of invention. Oh, I am. Yeah. I am. And the various projects that we can put people in touch with, but they realize it's an interim thing. And what are you going to draw from this? That you're going to be able to talk about yourself. No, it's absolutely fascinating because you're starting from a completely different perspective to which one most job seekers would go. Most job seekers would go to LinkedIn or whatever and see what jobs are there or wherever, you know, jobs are going, the companies you want to work at, look at that. And you're saying you're not starting with the jobs, you're starting with yourself. What do you want to do? Exactly. Because when you know what you want to do, you've got a stronger sense of self. And when you're looking for work, you'll be more convincing, more persuasive, and you'll know where to look. Knowing where to look is such an important aspect. So, yes, Can I really? just add to, yes, of course. To, as a participant of the workshop, you know, self-exploration, it's a very easy, very, you know, easy thing to say. Yeah. But it's not a simple thing to do. And what I liked about the workshop, and that's why I wanted really to promote it, you know, because the amazing thing is that you provide the tools of how you can self-explore yourself. You know, you've got different methodologies, not only one, but different methodologies where you can explore your attributes, your passion, your your values, and so on, which really is very helpful because not everybody knows how to do the self-exploration. No, I, I can imagine that most people don't really think about themselves in terms of, what they don't know. We think about ourselves as to what we can do and what we are doing and what we want to do. We don't think of, well, I don't. I mean, I don't, must, must be honest, I don't think about myself all that much. <laughs> um, so are you, are you looking then specifically at younger people? No, not necessarily. Often when people retire, that's when they make their money. Right. Because they're not thinking of a lifelong thing. So the more diverse the group, the better, because it works in, um, it works in a facilitated process. It's not about content. It's not like saying, okay, at first you do this, then that, then that. It's like, these are the things that you need to do. Start doing them now. Go home and complete them and come back and talk about it in the group tomorrow and the group reflects to each other you know gone are the days of the expert career advisor right 
because someone comes and just waves the flag saying fourth industrial revolution and we all go shriek. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? The best thing we can give people is the confidence in themselves. Well, not we give it to them. We facilitate a process that allows them to feel, wow, this is me. And I know it's me because I've discussed it. I've found evidence. I've built a case for myself. So I know this is me right now. Next year, when I've done the anything to get money, I might have more aspects to add to that. We have to take a break, unfortunately. <laughs> but after the break, um, perhaps... Perhaps we can look at something that Ariella brought up the last time we spoke, which stuck in me uh, so strongly, is that you're speaking about emotional intelligence, intellectual IQ, and now adaptability. And maybe what I'm hearing you say is actually we're going back to emotional intelligence to some degree. But you can only answer that after the break. <laughs> this is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm talking to Ariella Rosenberg, who is the CEO of ORT, and uh, Lorraine Silverman, who is an education, training, and development practitioner focusing on career development. Um, Ariella, yes. you wanted to respond to something. Yeah, just so I don't think it's the IQ, EQ, um, and AQ one versus the other. I think that the AQ is, is another element that we need to take into consideration. And the adaptability actually talks to the ability to actually adapt to the changing world. And we actually have a workshop next week at Ort about resilience or innate health. Um, a lot of our mental problem could be because of our um, resistance to change. Um, and this is what we're talking about when we're adopting to the future jobs and so on is it for, uh, to be able to adapt to the changes and be flexible so we don't snap. Right. So, um, so that's just on the clarification on the, you know, the IQ, EQ and AQ. Lorraine? And on that very issue of change, um, fostering resilience, if your job search method or work search method isn't working, change it. You know, and people think, I've got to send out a CV. I've got to rehearse through difficult interview questions. I've got to do things right. If I don't get this job, I didn't do something right. And that's like really a messed up way of looking at things. Uh, but the natural way. It's the way we schooled mm. into doing it. Mm. And who schools us? Expert. <laughs> so, um, the thing is to not think in terms of experts rescuing you and finding things to help you. Yes, specialists can help you, but you've basically got to integrate that help into who you are and what you want to do. So, um, Change the job search method. Instead of doing the CV approaching as your first, I mean, what is the first option people mostly do? Looking for work. Send out unsolicited mm. CVs. Correct. What's the next most common? It's 
going to ads. Yes. The next most is going to an agency and so on. The last aspect that they'll do is volunteer right. in a place. Yeah. Now, if you turn that upside down, right. you'll see that the last way an employer wants to fill a job is through the CVs. That's their last resort. The rest you'll hear in the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so, so sad. Okay, um, Craig is indicating that we need to... Uh, wrap up, which is kind of frustrating because once again, I feel like there's so much more that needs to be said. I know, Ariella, you are back again next year, the first program of Jewish Board Talk next year. It's already November, so I feel we're yeah. legitimate yeah. to talk next year. And we're going to look at the schooling and whether yes. schooling in, in any way um, helps our children. Mm-hmm. But in terms of young adults, uh, for example, a friend of mine who recently was retrenched, a young friend, She's been a PA, but she now wants to go into coaching, life coaching. Mm. Is it possible to take such a big step when you have um, financial constraints at the same time? And it would have to be a quick answer. Well, if she knows how to explore where the next step is, anything is possible. And the other thing is, is that you can always combine both the working in anything together with studying to become the coach. So, so the opportunity. Basically, what you ladies are saying is the opportunities are out there, and it's up to us to yeah. ensure that we grab those opportunities. And that's a wonderful mm. way to end the show today. So, thank you so much to both of you for joining me. I also just want to remind you that the South African Jewish Board of Deputies invites you to attend its national conference taking place on Sunday, the tenth of November, at the Houghton Hotel from four p.m. A distinguished panel consisting of Dr. Royal Causer, Robbie Brosen, Professor Adam Khabib, Mary Klug, and Judge David Unterhalter will focus on the theme South Africa and backing reality. Awards will be presented to those who have contributed to our community with a special tribute to Johnny Clegg. RSVP is essential to the SAJBD website, www.sajbd.org, and go into events. Thank you to all of you for joining me. If there's anything on the show that you'd like to comment on, you can email me on sharice at sajvd.org. As always, thank you to Craig and Evelyn for producing. Until next week, Shabbat Shalom.